Hey, this is Zuri. And this is Kendall. And welcome to episode 27 of Best Behavior. Yes, we're here. I feel like I feel like my voice is really deep right now because I'm so tired, but like And I feel like my voice is super high because I'm trying to compensate for the fact that my throat is so clogged. Well, okay. So, episode 27. What yes. are we discussing today, Zuri? Uh, today we're talking about helping a friend through a breakup. Uh, how do you help a friend? Like, what kind of support do you provide? Um, is it physical support? By physical, I mean, like, in person. Yeah. Or is it more like, I'm listening to you, like, whether it's over the phone or whatever. Like, how do you support a friend through a very troubling breakup? Yeah. I mean, you know, breakups, for the most part, are really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you can feel that pain. So, and, you, you know, hurt. like we always say... Friends are the ones who like have your back through it all. So like, how do you, uh, how do we navigate those things? Exactly. So I guess just get right on into it. Um, How have you, Zuri, Mm -hmm. given or received and or received support uh, during this troubling time or during the troubling times (laughs) of, of, uh, of splitting up with someone? Uh, yeah, so I feel like for most people, this might be projecting, but like for me, like my love language dictates mm-hmm. how I like support. So quality time. Yeah. Um, and that kind of how I give support to like quality time, like based on like what the person like needs. So like a person who needs like in-person support, like I'll be there sitting next to them, like watching TV or whatever um, mm-hmm. for a person who like is more verbal like i'll make sure like i'm available for a phone call or a person who just like needs to keep busy like i'll go out with them so like it de- yeah but like that's quality time of like being with them and being present um depending on how they look and it's the same for me um i'm not i'm being on like it doesn't have to be like an in-person like let's sit down and like talk or whatever but like a phone call usually is like the best way because i like <laughs> won't cry on a phone call <laughs> i get very emotional in person mm-hmm. um so yeah like a phone call works and i can like get everything out i have to say and then like if i need advice i'll ask for advice but yeah it's the the in person quality time just like being present and available like when i need you because i drop a hat i might be like i have a thought about this so like let me call kindle let me call another best friend or yeah. whomever and be like i just want to like talk about this mm-hmm. and then i'll feel better um yeah 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 how about you um i'd say the same like i think that um i've received a wide range of support mm-hmm. um whether it being good or bad like yeah. <laughs> i uh, i tend to i mean my my first love language is quality time as well so yeah. like the type of support that i like to receive is presence like yeah just someone being there um like you said and like understanding that this p- 
period of time sucks. Yeah. And it's like, you know, there, there are a lot of ways that you can give support to someone like when they've broken up with someone It's you know, being present, like the healthy distractions, like mm-hmm. you talked about listening, giving advice, all of those things. And I think that like, I, um, I tend to lean more on the advice slash listening slash being there. Mm-hmm. Um, arena of support um when my friends are going through a breakup just because like i feel like that's just generally what i'm better at yeah um listening and providing advice but i think that the most important thing that you know you can do as a friend um if if your friend is like going through a breakup is to ask them what kind of support they need completely agree um like i think that like it all kind of starts with that because you know you could, and we'll talk about this later in the episode, but like you could be really wanting to like give your friend advice about something, Mm -hmm. but like if they're not open to receive it, then like you end up making that person feel worse. And that's the last thing you want to do when, you know, they're going through something that's like, you know, really painful. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And I think that's like the definition of bad support, like doing things that maybe like you feel are either best for you or best for them but not actually like taking like who they are and like their feelings in consideration to just blurting shit out yeah as opposed to being like okay let me think like this person is xyz like i need to do xyz to comp not to compensate but to like do what's best for them because like just doing anything that's not support yeah at all yeah support very much i mean it's a uh it's a selfless thing. Like it doesn't have to mm-hmm. do with you. It has very much to do with, um, <coughs> with your friend. Oh dear. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Y'all. It's all good. Um, but yeah. I, and I think that that like segues nicely into this, you know, idea of like, how, how do we define good and bad support? Mm-hmm. And I mean, like you said, like, I, I think that, you know, bad support is really when, you leave your friend feeling worse than what they did yeah. prior to you meeting up with them or like having a conversation or whatever. Like that's the last thing that you want to do when someone's already feeling bad. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when you break up with someone, there can be a range of feelings, anger, sadness, guilt, you know, rage, <laughs> depending, <laughs> depending on what the situation is. And it's like, you don't want, you don't want to leave your friend like, you know, thinking more about, you know, what if I had done this or like, what if I had done that or like (laughs) second guessing themselves or like just generally feeling more of those negative emotions. Um, it's, it's not helpful. And I think that like a lot of times tact becomes really important Mm -hmm. because saying things like, well, if I were you, I would have. Yeah. Or like, you know, you should have done this or any version of like, I told you so mm-hmm. is like. A big no-no. Like, no says, matter what the yeah, like, don't. Yeah. It is. Those things are really harmful. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I completely agree. I mean, that goes into like, like I said, like knowing like the person you're giving advice to and just like realizing that it's not about you. Yeah. Like, at all. And, like, giving support, you know, that's tailored to, like, the person. Like, you don't want, yeah, you don't want to leave the person. I'm just going to ditto everything you said. (laughs) You don't want (laughs) to leave the person 
in a worse place than they were when they started talking to you. Yeah. Because, I mean, what kind of what kind of friend are you being if, like, your friend is sadder or more angry or more whatever Yeah. than when you got in, than when, you like, you guys started talking? Yeah. That's, Excuse me. <clears throat> and, I mean, so I think that on the flip side of that, like, when we talk about <coughs> what good support is, I think that... I don't think it's the opposite. Like, I don't think that good support is making your friend feel better. Mm-hmm. I think that good support is making your friend feel okay with how they're feeling. Because, mm. like, again, breakups suck. And it's like, I I don't really, well, sometimes I do. But, like, <laughs> a lot of times, you know, if something like that has happened, I don't really... I don't always place the expectation on my friends to like make me feel better. Yeah. I just want to like exist mm-hmm. in this like shitty situation. It's, you know, a lot of times there aren't that many things that can make you feel better. Yeah. Like maybe it's temporary or at least for me, like the things that make me feel better are generally temporary. And then I like eventually slip back into a mm-hmm. place of sadness. And it's like, you know, I just, it's just helpful for me to be surrounded by people who accept and embrace yeah. how I feel. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I think that also depends on the person. Um, I'm trying to think for myself. I want to feel better. <laughs> yeah. I think that might actually be like the opposite for me. Like it would be like making me feel better. Uh, and usually just talking. Yeah. Like makes me feel better. Uh, but I see what you're saying. Like just knowing that you have people to support you and like that they're mm-hmm. there for you. Um, and like that it's okay to feel the way you feel mm-hmm. is, is really important. Whether that means like, that's all it is. And it's like, just let me live in this, but like be there to support me. Or if it's like, I legit need you to listen and take in what I'm saying and give advice. If I ask, or like, let's get some Chipotle and let's watch a documentary about serial killers or like mm-hmm. whatever it is, like do things that'll like make me feel better. Sometimes distractions are really good. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes like, that's like, that's what I needed. Or, like, sometimes, like, getting it out and, like, talking about it, like, okay, like, I talked this through and now, like, I feel better. So, yeah. I think, yeah, I think for that, like, it depends on the person. Like I said, like, support is different. Yeah. And, like, breakups are a tricky thing to navigate. Like, very tricky thing. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I think it all depends on the person. But if, like, they're your friend, you know that already. Yeah, exactly. You just gotta do it. Yeah. It's, um, I feel like for me, the thing that's helped most when I'm, you know, whether it's a breakup or I just like feel really bad about something is validation. Mm -hmm. Like, because I, I tend to be really hard on myself. Mm -hmm. Like I will feel a thing. Like I will feel sad about a breakup and then be upset with myself (laughs) for for being sad. sad. So it's like, (laughs) and I mean like that's, you know, a growth area for me. So it's like, if I can be around people who, eliminate that like anger part Mm -hmm. about being sad then it's like okay I feel raw but like I'm okay with this um because I I think that that's like that's the major first step for me Mm -hmm. and a lot of times like it's hard for me to get out of my own head when I'm feeling things and I mean obviously like like you said, there are, you know, healthy distractions and things like that. Those things are also helpful Mm -hmm. because it's like once I, you know, get over the initial like (laughs) being in my head, which can be the hardest part. Yeah. um, I think that like, 
you know, having those honest conversations with friends and like actually mm-hmm. seeking advice and reflecting and things like that. Those are the things that like really do make you feel better. Yeah. But I think that, you know, when a breakup is fresh, like for me, it's like the, the validation yeah. and the being okay with like being in a really <laughs> bad mood is like really important for me. So, yeah. And I mean, it goes back to what you said. It just, you have to know your friend mm-hmm. and you have to ask them what's, what's yeah. helpful for them. Yeah. So, um, and that's actually, I have a really quick question. Yes. So, how do you ask someone what kind of support they need? Like, is it just like a straight up, like how, what kind of support do you need? Like, how can I help you? Or like, how do you, how do you go about that? Cause sometimes people will like shut down. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, how do you, how do you go about that? A lot of times well, so for my best friends, usually I don't ask cause like I already know yeah. um, what's helpful. Um, but I think that for people that I'm not as close to, I just straight up ask, like, yeah. I'll be like, you know, do you want me to give you advice or do you just want me to like, listen? Mm-hmm. Um, cause, and I mean, I even have best friends who ask me that, like I was just going off the other day about something and one of my best friends was literally like, okay, <laughs> I can tell that you are really upset. <laughs> um, and he was like, so so do you want me to like give you an opinion or do you want me to just kind of listen to what you're saying and just provide like general feedback? Yeah. And like, we were able to have a conversation from there. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, just straight up asking is probably, Yeah. yeah. So I think that speaking of like asking your friends for what type of support they need, Mm -hmm. um, Sometimes, like you said, breakups can be tricky. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes friends are not receptive to uh, the healthier uh, mm-hmm. coping mechanisms. And I, I, I think that we've both experienced, well, you know, uh, yeah, we've both experienced friends who have bad coping mechanisms. Yeah. Um, so how do you deal with that <laughs> when a friend is like, I'm going to self-destruct? Yeah. And, and that's hard, right? And that might be the hardest, like when you see them doing things and it's like, you know, that's not good, mm-hmm. but you like, don't want to like intrude too much because once again, like people will like shut down. Yeah. So one thing like I would steer away from is like giving unsolicited advice. Um, mm-hmm. Don't just like be like, I don't think you should be doing that. Like do this. Cause like, they're not going to receive that. Yeah. Like, you don't just like go and tell somebody that like, what they're doing is wrong and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think t- talking things out, Mm-hmm. with them like letting them actually talk and like engaging them in conversation as opposed to just like telling them this is what you do say look so like how are you feeling like what's what are going what's going on like how do you feel about xyz and like mm-hmm. having them really like express themselves because sometimes especially for me like if i hear myself say it i'll be like damn that sounds crazy let me not do that again yeah. so like talking it out with them and letting them figure it out for themselves but like also like prompting them mm-hmm. to like really think about the choices that they're making i think is the best way i mean sometimes that doesn't work yeah it doesn't work all the time sometimes they hear it and they're like i'm gonna continue to do this fucked up shit yeah. because i want to do this fucked up shit um yeah. but also but like being present for them and being like okay every so often like i'm about to check in with you how are you doing how's xyz how does that make you feel Mm -hmm. and like once again just like making sure they hear themselves saying it out loud and like getting them to really think about it so at some point 
everyone comes to that aha moment and they're like oh this is actually not good you would hope that they would (laughs) ideally yeah ideally so i mean some people it takes a day some people it takes an hour some people it takes a year yeah and like being like present and just like making sure that you're always checking in on your friend and like talking it out with them i think is the best way yeah yeah i agree i think that like the the two things that i think about in particular are like responding to breakups by way of like drowning your feelings in like drugs and alcohol and then (laughs) the the like rebound thing the rebound thing is what i was thinking Yeah. yeah like i think that when someone is like really upset about a breakup i feel like you know it's easy to go to the liquor store and be like you know what i'm gonna just get lit Mm -hmm. but more often than not it makes things worse yeah like liquor does not dull the pain it doesn't it intensifies the pain it makes you make bad decisions exactly and i think that like in situations like that and also like the rebound thing. I think that, you know, when you see a friend being destructive to themselves or like when the destruction kind of leaks out to other people mm-hmm. by way of like yeah. finding someone two days after you've broken up, you know, and you're just like using that person mm-hmm. and then, you know, discarding them like that's I feel like that's the time when you start to ask more pointed questions. It's like I I need to like like you said, I, I don't think it's a good idea to to be like, you need to stop doing yeah. this. I think it's, okay, how do you feel mm-hmm. about doing this? Like, mm-hmm. how do you think it's affecting the people that like yeah. are, and it's like asking those questions like, and this, this is a little bit off topic, but like you asked me a pointed question like not too long ago, mm-hmm. actually. Like we were texting and I was telling you about something that I was upset about and you were like, so do you think that you should keep doing this because it's like, it's making you upset? And I was like, (laughs) probably not. I should probably stop doing this. And it's like, you know, you're asking that question that like, it kind of makes me check myself. And like, I think that some people aren't even receptive to that, but I think that like when things start to, like I said, when things start to get destructive and you also really care about your friend, I think that doing a little poking and prodding yeah. is is necessary. But I also think that like, you know, when we talk about like the breakups and makeups, like that type of situation, I've been that person. Them niggas can't be helped. They can't be helped. Like when you're in a situation <laughs> when you're like you've broken up with with this guy and then, you know, it's the system. Two weeks after, he'll hit you up and it's it's I think back to the man that person yeah no matter how many times to break up and make up it could be just once and like you find your your friend like back in and you're just like oh yeah it is (laughs) and that that type of situation it's frustrating for everyone involved like watching a friend like break up and make up with this person that like they clearly should not be with it is frustrating for the friend it's frustrating for the person who's actually in the thing like I mean, I literally, like, the longest relationship that I've ever been in, it was, like, a breakup and makeup type of situation. And it would literally get to the point where, like, I would break up with this guy, meet someone, like, five days later, and they'd be like, oh, okay, so, like, what are you looking for? Like, I like you, blah, 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 blah. And I'd be (laughs) like, 
actually my ex is probably gonna call me in like two weeks so i'm just letting you know that like <laughs> this gonna call me in two weeks. <laughs> like this will probably not work out <laughs> it's like you know it was it was bad and it's like you know as a friend like what do you do because yeah. it is so frustrating it, yeah but it's like for me I think that it's, you know, it's towing this line of like setting boundaries, Mm -hmm. but also being present. It's like, how do you do that? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it is is hard. I'm thinking about like the, the time, like it was me and it wasn't even like, like a, oh, like he, we broke up and like, he's going to call me. It's like, no, like we broke up and we didn't stop talking. Yeah. Yeah. That too. At all. And then it was just like, oh, well like this is back to exactly the way it was. Like nothing has changed. Like I'm still here. And I mean, you know, you always, not always, but like you realize what's going on. Like you're like, damn, like I'm back in this, but like, what are your friends going to do? Cause like, if you guys had said anything like oh i don't remember what you guys even said oh no we had no idea <laughs> you didn't tell us anything about like We're when you still talking yeah no when you broke up i remember thinking like zuri is not that sad and i wonder why <laughs> but like i was under the impression that like you know you weren't really like in interacting yeah. with this guy and then i remember when y'all actually broke up like a couple months later and you were really sad. <laughs> and I was like, hmm, I feel like Zuri knew exactly what was going on and just chose not to share. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, yeah. I don't even know. I mean, I'm not that expressive anyway. But like, yeah. and, it, and it wasn't like a, like I told you when we broke up and I cried a little bit, like that one phone call. But yeah. like, that was it. And then, <laughs> like, that was literally it. And then... I don't know, because, like, things just, like, flowed back into it so naturally, it didn't seem like it was, like, a big point where it was, like, oh, like, this is happening again. I probably should tell people. It was just yeah. kind of, like, this is how it's always been. Yep. So there's really nothing to share. It's just, like. Yeah. Yeah. It's, which is also hard. Yeah. Like, when like okay, when you don't know mm-hmm. and then you realize it. Because, like, if, I, if we hadn't broken up that second time and you guys found out that we were, like, still heavy together, you would have been like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, it's it's hard as a friend because I think that, like, and even the person in the situation because, like, you chose not to share. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, I've been in that place, too, where it's, like, I've broken up with someone, made up with them. It's, like, you tell your friends the worst parts about like yeah. what's going on in a relationship. So obviously like they get defensive for you. So when you come back and you're like, but I love him, <laughs> your friends are like, no, that's, that's <laughs> wild. So like a lot of times you resolve to just not share those things with yeah. your friends, which can be harmful. Cause yeah. it's like, for me, you know, the relationship that I was in that was like on again, off again, it's like, I needed friends mm-hmm. to, to be there. But like, the longer and longer things went along, the less I told because I knew that my friends would be like, girl, you are actually tripping. (laughs) Like, stop dating him. Um, Which is why I think it's like, it's important to toe the line. Like, telling a friend, you know, I don't support this, 
but like I need you to know that like I'm here for you I'll listen to you but like I can't give you advice on the bad things that this man is you know or your significant other is doing because I think you and I both know yeah what the answer is yeah but like I can still listen to you I can still Mm -hmm. provide like general feedback I can't really give advice, yeah. but like, I think that that's kind of what I've resolved to do. Cause you know, it lets a friend know that you are present. Mm-hmm. You don't condone, yeah. but it's like, you know, at some point you have to stop giving advice. You really do. And that could also be hard on like the person, especially if it's like so back and forth. Yeah. And it's like, you keep hearing like the same thing. You're like, I really just want better for you. Like, I want you to like be happy and out of this. And like, they keep coming back. Like, but actually, yeah not yet and that could be like frustrating like for the person um but like being there and like present while still also like making sure that like you're okay because like watching someone going through going through stuff like it's hard yeah it is very hard and to like listen to like the continued like self-sabotage it's like i don't know what to do and like this is making me sad yeah because like I see my friend in, like, so much, like, repeated pain. Yeah. Um, so that's also hard. It's, and, like, yeah. giving, like, yourself room to, like, be able to be, like, a supportive friend while, while like, also not overwhelming yourself, too. Because yeah. once you get overwhelmed, like, you can also, like, quickly snap and be like, well, girl, you've got to fucking stop. Yeah, like, And that's yeah. not helpful yeah. for either one of you. That's literally <clears throat> when, like, support turns into emotional labor. Yeah. And it's, like the latter is not healthy. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I've been in situations where like, you know, I've dealt with friends who are like going through it and I've snapped and been like, look, you keep coming back to me with, and it's like, you know, it's on me to set those boundaries prior to it getting to that point. Mm -hmm. And like, it's on the friend (coughs) to respect those boundaries. It is. And like, not, not dump things on me that they know mm-hmm. that I'm going to like that I can't really respond right. to. Yeah. It's like there's nothing that like there's nothing helpful that's going to happen in this conversation if you're not going to listen to like my advice. Um and like I'm getting frustrated with mm-hmm. you. It's just it's hard. Yeah. But like it's a delicate it's a hard line to tell. Yeah. But like, you know, it's still important and I, I think especially because you know some relationships can be toxic toxic mm-hmm. and some relationships can be abusive yeah. so it's like it is important it's important that you know if you have a friend who's literally being isolated it makes it harder for you know that friend that's in an abusive relationship to reach out if they mm-hmm. know that like well my friends are not going to be like receptive yeah. to anything I have to say, um, which makes it harder to leave the relationship. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, it, it can be touchy, but I think that, you know, towing the line of like making sure your friend knows that you're present, but also setting those boundaries yeah. is like really important. important. Um, but hopefully, you know, you just deal with people who, uh, who just <laughs> cut things off cold Turkey and that's that. <laughs> um, it's, that would be the ideal situation. It really would be. You know, t- in talking about, like, how being a friend during a breakup can be kind of difficult, there are always those situations when the breakup is your friend's fault. Yeah. Or it's like, they did something really fucking stupid that, you know, like, it didn't have to end this way, and it's their fault. hmm So, like, and that can be particularly... 
it's like a, a special type of frustrating because it's like you know i love my friend and i want to tell them that they fucked up but like yeah you can't come out and be like yo you did some fucked up shit yeah like, this is on you yeah yeah that's not the way you can approach this at all so like how do you how do you deal with that once again i feel like everything like is a conversation like having people your friend like realize like how like this happened and like what steps they can take to prevent it from happening in the future is like really important but like they have to figure that out for themselves mm-hmm. um so just like listening being there like in their presence and like listening to what happened and like not making a face like ooh, you uh <laughs> now look that part is God hard for damn. me because <laughs> when my friends tell me that they did some wild shit i'm like girl and you can see it on my (laughs) face like maybe i'll be like oh no that's that's really sad but my face is like wow sis you fucked up (laughs) so it's like you know yeah it's hard yeah it's hard like control those muscles because like i don't know at least for me like if i'm saying something and i see someone make a face like i might feel worse yeah than you just saying it out loud i'll be like oh fuck yeah not only like I know I fucked up and they don't even feel like comfortable enough to like say anything. They're just making a face. This is bad. <laughs> that is facts. Like that this is, is fucking bad. Yes. Like, awful. Um, but yeah, so it's just like being there and like not judging whether that's like face judgment or like saying things like mm-hmm. you don't want to like put your friend in a place where they feel like they're on trial. Yes. Yeah. Um, at all. Uh, and you're like judge, jury and executioner. Like, yeah. yeah you don't want that um so like talking it through with them and being like okay what happened all this is very unfortunate how can we prevent this in the future like how does it make you feel like when this happened and like you did that like what was the reasoning behind it Mm -hmm. like let's like lay out all the steps into like you getting to this point Mm -hmm. and let's see like where like these steps like can be avoided yeah Uh, so in the future you just like won't make the same mistake and really just like getting them to realize it for themselves like this is where like xyz this is where i'm toxic xyz this is where like i make decisions just like aren't healthy for me or yeah. not healthy for the other person and here are the steps that i can take to not do that again and sometimes you just fuck up yeah and it's just like i realize you just fucked up and i'm gonna be here to talk you through that fuck up and like talk yeah. you through like all the emotions that you have about fucking up and like i'm not also like once again i feel like unsolicited advice is like once again like the worst yeah. thing you can do especially when it's something where it's like their fault and they know it's their fault yeah and you're just like just don't do that shit and it's like it is and i like yikes. i <coughs> i could not agree more and i i mean like i've had situations where like like there was there's one situation that particularly comes to mind where like i was with two of my friends one of my friends was like upset about a situation mm-hmm. And the other person who was there opted to give unsolicited yeah. advice, like, you need to stop doing this. You are the type of person that mm-hmm. does this. And not only was this person really insensitive about it, yeah. they were also wrong. Yeah. So it's like, I had to kind of come back and like walk the situation back because obviously it made my friend really upset. Mm-hmm. So it's like, actually ended up being helpful for me it gave me an in to kind of like yeah. slide in like this is actually <laughs> what's going on but like saying it in a way where they're like you said you know asking the questions like how do you feel about this yeah. or like how does this make you feel what can we do mm-hmm. like what do you think you can do yeah to avoid feeling that yeah. way and it's like i ended up being able to like talk her off a ledge and then 
also feel motivated about like moving forward. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that it it is hard though, because like sometimes, whoo, Jesus, <laughs> like <coughs> I, uh, you will hear a story and be like, wow, that is exactly where you messed up. Yeah, and like this none of this would be happening if you had not done that Mm -hmm. thing it is like and i i also think that not everyone is like even open to being asked those type of questions that we're talking about too like i think it's easier for us because my healing process is feeling those feelings Mm -hmm. as much as i possibly can and then coming out the other side and like then evaluating so like whenever I break up with someone at some point in the process, I'm going to be reaching out to my friends to like get feedback Mm -hmm. and actually like reflect on like what I could have done better, like what actually happened, what I need to do moving forward. Cause that's just like important for me, but it's not important for everyone. Some people don't want to reflect. Some people are just like, well, that nigga fucked up. (laughs) And it's like, sometimes it's not that simple. Yeah. Um, yeah. (laughs) I, I think that, you know, it all comes down to knowing the homie. It does. And like, you know. Yeah. And being delicate and like tactful when you talk to them. Like that's really, really the most important thing because (sighs) breaking up is so hard. It's hard. And when people like are harping on you, it's like, please, I'm just going to curl up into a ball. Leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. Yeah. I be feeling so bad when people break up because it's like, that pain oh my gosh it is <laughs> bad man like especially like if you really like that person mm. oh man and don't don't be in love <laughs> don't be in oh love oh my god <laughs> it's just like i just don't want to do anything and i also want to do everything at the same yeah. time i just like oh it is horrible it really is i yeah i just be feeling so bad for people i'm like i am so sorry yeah. that like this happened to you but like just know that i'm here exactly. and that you have love here even yeah. though you lost it there like you know you have it here like that's that's usually like how i like to approach things it's like yeah. i know you felt like you like lost something and i mean you did mm-hmm. it's like you know when you break up with something it's like a mourning of a person <coughs> but for me it's always helped to to know that like there is stronger love elsewhere yeah. and like remembering that like my friends are the ones that like got me and they're the ones that that aren't going anywhere so I guess to like end it on a light note I mean breakups are um stepping stones for better relationships so that is facts breakups happen for a reason every time they happen for a reason every time and your exes are exes for For a reason reason. don't go back to that nigga drop that nigga or drop that nigga yeah I mean you know they say that they've changed, but everyone's seen the memes. It's like they were thirty nine ninety nine. <laughs> now they're forty dollars. <laughs> Nothing has changed. Now like $40. just like move on. That is wonderful. Um, but yeah. Well, I guess we can we can leave it there. Yeah, and, I think that's a good note to leave on. Yeah, and yeah. move on into a uh, left field. field. All right. All right. So, yeah, left field. Welcome. 
I've uh, gotten back on the technology podcast again. I'm very excited Feeling. about it. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> My favorite one, Sleepwalkers is back. Um, and their first episode for this season was about bots and dating. Like bots are basically like what like Instagram and like everything uses to like do like calculations to like give you like advertising that they think you'll like and like whenever like your computer talks to you like that's a fucking yeah. bot. <laughs> So they're developing this app or it might already be like developed. They just haven't like pushed it out yet mm-hmm. um, where bots will date for you. And they already use bots in dating. You know, that's how like they use the algorithm to get like people who they think you're quote unquote most compatible with. Even though like yeah. that shit is not true. Um, but in this case, it would be the bots talking to each other for you. So say you're Kendra and you and you give the bot permission to basically date for you so they'll scour your social media you'll answer a couple of questions so they'll get like the cadence of the way you talk like the kind of pictures you post like whatever like social media you allow them to access they'll be able to take all of that and basically make a profile of like this is who you are and they'll scour the worldwide dating app and they'll find kevin and kevin then they'll contact kevin and like they'll have a conversation the bots, but the will, bots have convers- will have a conversation oh with each other God. and if the bots agree that the conversation flows well and you guys have similar interests and like the cadence and everything works they will contact you and say okay based on xyz and the conversations we have and you can like see the conversations and everything um we think you should go out with this person so we're gonna set up a date so which is just more intense than what we have right now because I mean basically right now it's the same thing like you put in all your information and like based on like what information you put in like they try to match you quote unquote um but this one is literally them taking everything about you having a conversation with another fucking robot and then being like okay you are definitely compatible with this person because we've talked it out and we've run we've run the algorithm like this would work here would you do this no i wouldn't because that's black mirror and i mean that episode ended well it did it was such a cute episode but san junipero you should all watch it oh my gosh like i just um like i mean dating is hmm, dating is just <laughs> a, a perpetually um disappointing experience um <laughs> but i think that it's it's my experience and like I mean I think that (laughs) I think my answer also has a lot to do with like where I'm at in life Mm -hmm. like if I was really hard pressed for a husband I'd probably be like okay well yeah Yeah. but like I I kind of like I want to do the work myself like because I think that when you when you're the person having a conversation with someone, like you're learning more about yourself, you're learning mm-hmm. more about what you want, what you don't want, mm-hmm. all of those things, like you're experiencing those things like on your own, as opposed to having some machine do it for you. And you're just, yeah, that's weird. And <laughs> like I said, like dating in general is, is disappointing, but it's my disappointment. Yeah. So, you know, and, you know, whenever my opinion about dating changes and it's like you know dating is so exciting dating is so great um that'll be my excitement yeah so yeah no that shit is that shit is weird yeah no i agree that shit is weird i uh 
Yeah, I agree. And like technology, as you know, like scares the shit out of me. Yeah. So, you know, I would never, yeah. ever like I'm gonna be Amish in like two years, so it's fine. Um, but yeah, just like the thought of giving something else so much access to like my personal shit and yeah. like, my social media and all that is really, I think, is really the part that bothers me the most. Yeah. Because now, like, they know who you are, and also, <laughs> and they can give it to people yeah and like also a lot of times your social media is not an accurate reflection of who you are like we've talked about this before like i post things on instagram based on a persona that i want people to Mm -hmm. feel about like i want people to feel this way about me and i want people to think these things about me so i'm posting this on instagram like i'm not I'm not posting my feelings or like any of that on any social media. Mm -hmm. Like my Facebook is literally things I think are funny. Yeah. Which I don't know. That's just, it's just weird. It It also wouldn't really work for me. I don't do things on social media. Yeah. It's, I don't know. I think that um, dating is one of those things that like, I mean, I even have a hard time with like, you know, online dating, because it's like, it's so, it it is still weird to me to like (laughs) start an interaction with someone like, hey, how are you? Mm -hmm. I don't care how this person is because I've never met them. Yeah. It's like, it's very weird. I don't know. And I mean, I've never even thought about that way, but you're really right. Like, I don't particularly care how you feel. Yeah. Tell me about yourself. I don't. That's what I want to know. Like, yeah. I want to know like who you are to see if I want to like continue this. But like, just coming off and being like, "Hey, tell me about yourself," is weird. It's very weird, and it's yeah. like I never thought about it that way, but that's so true. Like, I've met I've met some like cool people online. Like, you know, same. Yeah, like I've I've fully dated men that I've yeah. like met online, but like it is it's just weird, like. <laughs> So, yeah, you know, having bots do it is, like, a step too far. Yeah. Um, it really is. I mean, just wait. In, like, five years, if global warming doesn't take us out, we're <laughs> just going to sit in pods and have robots walk for us. Yeah, have robots do all of our yeah. things for us. Where is the humanity? Oh, my God. I cannot wait to be Amish. Uh, well, <laughs> you know, shout out to dating. I hope. I hope everyone... Is, is doing great in their dating life same Valent- not, yeah. keep in there you know dating yeah. sucks but valentine's day is coming up and you know if you don't have a valentine just know that we love you so <laughs> that's facts we do yeah all right well i guess this will wrap up our episode of best behavior see and i apologize for coughing all up in the mic it all is all episode. good we understand <laughs> Um, But yeah, please follow, uh, sorry, please rate and review on iTunes and stay up to date, subscribe and all that good stuff. Yeah. And be sure to follow us on social media. Um, You know, it's 2020. So I feel like we're we're trying to cook up new things, be better resolutions, all that good shit. So yeah, be sure to follow us. We, uh, I've been posting more. So you have, yeah, you have, which is really exciting. Yeah. Yeah. I've been doing better. Social media presence. So the bots can take us and create a whole profile of Zuri and Kendall and we can date. Sounds (laughs) scary. All right. Well, we will see you guys in three weeks. Okay. Bye. Bye.